Hello, and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And it is our second week of the Maximum Fun Drive. Do, 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 do. Oh, was that the same song? I th- Maybe. Or was it different? Were those different it notes? It felt a little different, didn't it? It did. It yeah. did feel a little different. Um, I, I tried my best. <laughs> make it the same i don't think you, it's been a long week i don't think you tried at all i think you just did something it was a happening i liked it <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, it was i think that was right it might be the same i don't know i'm not sure either. it's been a week since i did it the first time but it's still the maximum fun drive yes. and we are still asking you our listeners our friends our community to help us, uh, we do this every year. We come to you and say, please help us keep making the shows we're making, making them better, bringing more shows on the network, improving the quality of the the stuff we do and make and put out to you. Um, please help us by donating to Maximum Fun. Uh, MaximumFun.org slash join is the link where we will say it a few. I can guarantee you a few more times. Yeah during this episode uh and and we're all we're all here asking you please if you like what we do and if you've got a few bucks it it really helps us out we can't tell you how much it helps improve uh what we do and helps us enable us to do more of it um by throwing in a monthly donation there are all kinds of different donation levels five dollars a month ten dollars a month and higher and there's uh cool stuff that's why it's the this is the time to do it is because you get cool stuff right now. Yeah. I mean, any time helps, but like... is the best time for you. Yeah. You get stuff. You get stuff. At $5 a month, there's a ton of bonus content we'll tell you more about. At $10 a month, there are these beautiful pins you can pick from. We're going to tell you more about that later. MaximumFun.org forward slash join is the link. Do it now. Do it now while you're thinking about it. Pull up that list. Look at, look at, click on the shows you listen to, including Still Buffering. Because, you know, if you're listening to this, then you listen to our show, so... Yeah. And uh, and if you can donate, donate. If you can share it, tell a friend, share it. Uh, tell them about tell them about the drive. Tell them about our shows. Any it, every little bit helps. So, maximumfund.org forward slash join. And I also have an update this week. The gum is gone. It is gone. Oh. <laughs> Somebody <I'm> look- <laughs> looking to make sure. <laughs> I was it wasn't too. you that did it, right? You held out long enough. Somebody else cleaned up the gum. Now. There I, is an empty bag of snack. I don't know what kind of snack, but it is empty. It's some sort of cheese puff. And now uh, now trash. Now trash. But at least it's not ABC gum. It's not ABC gum. I, um, I, I think one of your children ate it. I don't think you or, you or your husband, either one, cleaned it up. A it child is totally, ate it. It is totally possible that one of them ate I hope not. I think maybe... Is this how a healthy relationship, is this how you communicate you through podcast? You mention it passive aggressively on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know if healthy comes into play, but it is That's your the, relationship. It's the future of modern relationships. <laughs> it's very on brand. I complain about something on my podcast that I do with my family and then Justin hears it and fixes it yeah you just just subtly mention it over dinner like oh so did you get a chance to listen to my podcast uh because you should you should Mm -hmm. for reasons yeah (laughs) not the one that i do with you the other one yeah yes go listen to it i think it's important (laughs) uh so yeah the gum is gone all is well um you know we haven't done a gardening update in a long time i just wanted to tell you all real quick 
My garden is in. Oh, good. Don't worry. I wasn't. I was. Well, I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all those little buddies got all frosty that one night, I was worried too. I'm glad that they they powered mm-hmm. through it. A few oh, of it's my still been cold here. It has been chilly. Not cold enough to kill the plants, but no. a few of my seedlings never sprouted. The the I don't know what happened there. But most of them did, and they are now safely in pots, big barrels and pots. Good. And my vegetables are in the ground. Don't worry. I watered them all this morning. And Charlie sings to them every day. That's very cute. Isn't that cute? <laughs> it's very cute. Yes. I, I love I love to see Charlie sitting at the edge of the garden box singing Disney's Descendants songs <laughs> at full volume at my plants. <laughs> That's the music that gives them life. <laughs> Watch your back, watch your back, watch your back. <laughs> I think that's really scary to sing to a plant, actually. <laughs> She's intimidating them into growing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if we don't, she's going to keep singing it. She's going to keep yelling it at us. Quick. It's the Crowley method. <laughs> she keeps calling herself the queen of mean. That seems really scary. <laughs> Which is actually a really great song from and it's Disney's song. Descendants 3. And hearing her rap it and yell it in the backseat of a car is always enjoyable yeah. as well. It's a really good song, Queen of Mean. Anyway, we're not going to talk about the Descendants this week. No. We're talking about the circle. <laughs> I thought, I don't know, sometimes you come up with a good transition. We're talking about the circle. I didn't have one. Right, you just looked at me blankly and it's like, so you, you picked it. <laughs> um, babes, we, you picked babes. it, babes. We've, we've talked about the circle before, but I feel like this season uh just has so much to discuss it's the same show kind of some things have Mm -hmm. changed but it's just there's a lot going on we will spoil it yes (laughs) but honestly they you know spread out their releases by a week so you had you had four weeks so it's on you is what you're that's what riley's saying it's on you you haven't watched it all and we spoil it for you then that's really on you at this point we've warned you <laughs> I mean, you can you uh, can stop the podcast right now and, and watch it. Don't like you know you, there is a there is a way out. <laughs> yes, but then you have to come back. Yeah, please yeah, do so. come back. Yeah. yeah, please come back. Uh, <laughs> now, the circle, if you are unfamiliar, is a, a reality game show on Netflix that now has many international iterations. It's mm-hmm. become so popular. Well, it was um, British first, right? Yes, was it? Yeah, I think okay. the, the British version. Was it's all first, filmed in it, England. Yes, um, all of the versions. I, I, and then I think it came to the U.S. and I don't know about U.S., France, Brazil. I don't yeah. know where it came um, first. Are, but are they all filmed in that same house? A couple of them are, right? Mm-hmm. In that in same, same like, like apartment like, complex yeah. in Manchester, I believe. Oh. But they include shots of like American cities in between the the mm-hmm. clips on the uh in the circle just so you think it's in america for some reason well for the u.s one i think they do the same thing for the other countries but really? they show establishing like shots of major cities there okay wow. and they change up the cities <laughs> is the thing like i saw people on twitter like well i thought it was in chicago but that looks like new york <laughs> i'm confused they do they do because that's what the first one i was like oh they're filming in chicago and then it's like that does not look like Chicago. Where are they? <laughs> Just letting you know it's ambiently American. Yeah. Uh, but basically, they all, you, you live in a tiny apartment by yourself, and they all associate, communicate and get to know each other, get acquainted with each other through a social media 
program, I guess, called the Circle. They call it a, like a um, net, like a social media platform. Yeah, but it's really just like messaging mainly. Yeah, it's like texting. Now, Taylor, I need a quick judgment call. Riley did just say they were tiny apartments, <laughs> but Taylor, <laughs> I would like well, a comment. Okay, I guess I didn't mean our- like like. Like tiny, I just meant like uh, they are they are alone. They are our, isolated. Our resident New Yorker. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, whenever they show those those in, those ro- those apartments, I'm like, that is beautiful. That is they massive. are very nice. You can do yoga in your living room. <laughs> like, they they are they lovely. Are very nice. They're they're very nicely appointed. Um, I would agree with you that by Huntington standards, they're smaller. Yeah, I didn't mean tiny. Like <laughs> yeah. like I wouldn't want to live there. I guess I just meant you are isolated on your own yes. in your own yes. little, your own little room. You're you're in your own little bu- your own tiny bubble. Yeah. in the sense it's just you. So right. yes, I agree. And yeah. um, they did that before the pandemic, which it made for perfect continuing to film mm-hmm. after because you know you are on your own all the time. Anyways, you're isolated. Um, but yeah, you you create your own profile. You can either catfish as someone else or play yourself, and you get to know all the other players and you rank each other every week and make it to the end and you eventually rank whoever's highest gets a hundred thousand dollars it's it's a it's really weird that it works so far like both seasons the people who won and because it's a popularity contest right yeah yeah and it's over social media which we criticize all the time for like you can't really get to know somebody and you can't be your real self and like, you mm-hmm. you know, you can hide and all that kind of stuff. But like the people who won both times, I genuinely felt like they seem like really nice people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm really happy that they yeah. have a hundred thousand dollars. I guess. I don't know. I don't know them personally, right. but like, I mean, you know, like on the outside, it's rare. I watch a lot of reality TV where I'm like, no, I don't want yeah. any of these people to be the final survivor. I don't want any of them to get a million dollars. Like, I can't stand any of the people who are left. And, like, on this show, I'm like, well, I'd be happy if several of yeah. you won. Well, I watch a lot of Big Brother, and it's always like that. But isn't, I mean, that's part of the strategy of the circle, though, right? Is that you want to be likable. Like, that is, that's how the game is played. Some people play, I think there was a lot more devious play this season, the second season, mm-hmm. than the first season. Mm-hmm. But... You know, there's it's a pretty solid strategy that if you're just very nice to everybody and very agreeable, you're you're going to do OK. Or or when you show your hand a bit too much that you are being strategic, that seems to be the pe- those are the people that get targets on their head. Yeah, it was interesting to me, though, that the first season there were very few catfish compared to people playing their real selves. And by the time they got to the end, it was pretty much all people playing mm-hmm. as themselves. They'd gotten rid of all the catfish. This season, it was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And everyone that actually got blocked and left was someone playing themselves, except for, of course, um, Jack and Lisa, that both were catfish and then got blocked and then played another catfish together. <laughs> um, but I mean, by the time they got to the end, like half the people left were more than half. We're all it catfish. Was just, it was just Chloe and Courtney, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were the only they were the only real. two playing themselves. Um. Yeah, and there was a lot more gameplay this yeah. season. I, I actually, now I really enjoyed it still. I'm not, this is not me criticizing it at all because I thoroughly enjoyed every episode and I'm glad that Trevor slash Delisa mm-hmm. uh, won the day. I was rooting for Delisa the whole time. Yeah. So, all very happy about that. I did enjoy the first season, I think a little more because I liked the lack of like, I like that they didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? What And so they did because you don't really know how you win 
you don't know how to play so they're just sort of existing Mm -hmm. and i found that like i don't know kind of terrace house ish yeah like just watching people live their lives i that feels like i'm saying i'm a voyeur but i you know what i mean like like a futuristic terrace house like they're not playing a game they're just all kind of existing together yes yeah well like yeah with the with like the the ratings in the first season pretty much across the board most people rated like on their from their hearts like i like this person the most or i get along with this Mm -hmm. person the most i'm gonna put them highest and i'm gonna work my way down and this season there was a lot more like this person's cool but I think a lot of people think they're cool, so I'm going to rank them super low and rank yeah. somebody that nobody likes really high, and that'll mess up the system and, and help my numbers overall. And I I think both are interesting, but from like a, like a sociologist, like sort of a, I don't know, it's more fun for me to see just if you base it truly on likability, how does that pan yeah. out? It was very strategic, and they all said so. Like mm-hmm. they all said, I'm going to do this what will suit me best mm-hmm. basically um i think was interesting. it is um uh, re- maybe a good thing though like i've thought a lot about why do i enjoy the people i mean almost uniformly i really enjoyed all the people on both mm-hmm. seasons like i i kind of liked them mm-hmm. i would want to have lunch with most of them you know what i mean well i mean like not you- dinner but lunch <laughs> well let's not let's not overcommit coffee some of them <laughs> <laughs> but like I, you know they seem like genuinely interesting people who uh w- and i i really contrast that with a lot of reality tv shows where the whole time you're kind of like geez yeah like why do you have to be so mean like don't be mean why why are you mean and like i don't you there was a little bit of that but not a lot yeah and i think that seeing people's like inner workings as much as you do on the show seeing them have to like talk out loud what they're thinking and all that it's just so human and like you hear the things they're saying and like we've all been there where you say something out loud that you're thinking and then it's like well that was ridiculous yeah like but they're doing it because it's the whole thing and i don't know it was just because because then you go oh i've had thoughts like that are that ridiculous before okay well you're like me and it's just i don't know i i think that it's a really nice humanist kind of thing yeah yeah it does become a little ridiculous, though, when they start, like, speaking out what they want their text to say. And they <laughs> yeah. start adding in, like, the hashtags and the emojis. And you just see them, like, such straight face, seriously looking at the screen, like, thinking about how to best plan this out strategically. And then also, like, fire emoji, uh, happy face emoji, dancing emoji. Crying, laughing emoji. Hashtag girl gang. <laughs> hashtag peas in a squad or whatever. What are all the <laughs> hashtags? Right? Like, those aren't searchable terms. Like, that's not how hashtag works. I don't know. Like, I I have to imagine that when they entered the circle, they said, you have to make hashtags part of your thing. I guess. Because who talks like that? Who talks like that? And they all use them in almost every message. I like hashtag girl gang. Okay, that's a phrase. But some of them are like, hashtag you and me, buddy. We're going all the way. Definitely yes. Like, that didn't have to be a hashtag. You could have just written that. Sentence. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were tons of those. Hashtag, you can trust me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why is it a hashtag, though? I don't know, but it must be true if it's a hashtag. I, I like to imagine that it's actually just, like, a PA that's listening and typing these out. That's uh-huh. not actually, like, voice command. It's just someone having to listen well, and type it is, these. Yeah. right? I, I imagine, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, I, I like to picture that person sitting there just listening to these people and what they're saying and having to type it all out. 
I I really loved and like I have to say, so I've seen Chloe now on this show and, too hot and to on handle. Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> and <laughs> I I loved her on Too Hot to Handle. I loved her on this show. I would have been happy too if she had won. Um and I wouldn't have been surprised because she's incredibly likable. She's and got she was that. just being herself the whole time. Yes. Um, but I think she is so like when it comes to this kind of smart that that sat i think no i think she is i think she's no. so savvy i think she knows exactly what she's doing i think she knows exactly who she is and what her thing is i want the sh- where is her show i want the chloe show i will watch it where is it that's interesting because i i felt like i was trying to decide the whole season whether or not uh this was a show she was putting on or this was really her. And I don't mean that in a devious way. I just think like mm-hmm. when she's like falling off the bed or like whatever, blowing bubbles, whatever weird thing, they'd pop into her room and she'd just be in her own Chloe space. And it was funny. But I'm like, she's she's got plans after this show. This is a launching point I, for her. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think, so I don't think it's, I don't mean to say she's fake. I don't think it's fake. No. I think that it is, I get the things about me that people think are funny and cool or cute or attractive or whatever. I get it. I understand it. And I am playing up those parts of me because they are good. They're telegenic. They're Mm -hmm. good for TV and you will enjoy it, which is what a performer does. I mean, like that's not, that is to her credit that she sees her strengths and she plays to them. Yeah. And she is incredibly engaging to watch. Yeah. Like even to the extent where like, She'd be sitting there thinking, like, how am I going to respond to this, um, like, in a group message? How am I going to respond to the fact that, like, Mitchell just went home and people seem happy about it and I'm not happy about it? And why aren't we being sadder about it? Hmm. How should I respond to this? And then she'd start her message. She'd go, message. Hey, everybody. We're still here. And it's like, why are you shouting? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's still just you. But, I mean, all of her messages were said with the inflection that she would say them if she was talking to you in real life. Yeah. Because she gets it. Like, yeah. it's not about that. It's about that camera over there. Yeah. And I, it was just so smart and savvy. And, I mean, I mean this with yeah. complete honesty. Like, I was very impressed. I will say, though, I believe that she genuinely did think trevor was a real man yes i don't think that was a thing <laughs> she was faking i do I think agree. she really liked trevor yes. and thought trevor was a real man and because uh, you can see every time she starts to think like well that didn't seem quite right she's like but i like him so much he's real he's so genuine i i do think you're right i do think she felt for that which was uh, arguably the best moment of the show when they all met each other in the finale and delisa comes walking in and chloe's just like <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, Oops. this can't be right. <laughs> I, I did feel like it was... Delisa did a great job, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, it was a bit of a missed opportunity, I felt like, with the... Chloe was flirting with Trevor and Mitchell there for a minute, and then that weird, like, bro code thing that stepped in where, like, Mitchell's like, oh, I'm not yes. going to flirt with your lady. It's like, that's not your lady. You were you in a false internet... interface like none of you know each other but like i'm gonna stand down and just be a friend but like chloe and mitchell were pretty good matchup i was like they're both absurdly attractive and they seem pretty chill Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well i saw them in the in the finale talking in the finale talking in the background for quite a while and i was like yes chloe and mitchell (laughs) um no but i was impressed like 
there were times where Jack, who was playing a, a girl Emily. named Emily, would say things and it's like, Jack, 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 that is not, that is not uh, 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 Emily. This Emily that you have created would probably not say that. Well, I mean, he um, met one of the girls that he thought was attractive and also was smart. And he like commented on how she was hot and also smart. It's like, that's not, you're hitting on her right now, but you've created an image of like a seemingly straight sorority girl. Yes. That's, you're just hitting on her. But the Lisa playing her husband, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor uh, was not like that at all. Um, Delisa, I thought, was a very convincing Trevor for the most part. There were a couple times where I was like, now I'm just going to be honest. And these are all stereotypes, mm -hmm. right? Like in terms of like, how would a guy talk? How would a girl talk or whatever? Like that doesn't really mean anything. But there were a couple times where Delisa would say something that reflected how much emotional intelligence she had and how much she was empathizing and thinking about how other people were feeling <laughs> and i felt like it was displaying a level of like mm, the trevor you've built yeah would probably not get all that delisa but <laughs> well but maybe because i mean trevor is she, this is based on her real husband like that's yeah, true I mean, that's true was a convincing trevor because she knows him and he maybe has that level of emotional intelligence you know maybe it was just very funny to me every time chloe would be like wow he doesn't talk like other guys he's so much more like emotional and nurturing and open and honest about his feelings it's like well there there there's a reason wow. <laughs> uh, you're right though i think i think it was easier for delisa to be trevor and i mean almost no one thought mm -hmm. at any point that trevor was a catfish no uh, there were a few times where people were like that seems a little bit weird but never like full out thought trevor was a catfish but i mean i think it was because delisa was playing her real life husband mm -hmm. like she knows him yeah. um whereas i i felt like emily was it was a facade that was not it was not a fully fleshed character that he had created he hadn't done a lot of character <laughs> study on emily <laughs> the, the oh my the makeup the, the makeup <laughs> the makeup the makeup on the mannequin and the makeup in the challenge where they were doing like anyone can ask any question but anonymously uh -huh. and he said well good at least there'll be no makeup in this one and then says emily what are your top five makeup brands <laughs> and two, one does not exist one was a skincare brand and one was an actual maybelline or whatever he yeah. said it was an actual he said makeup. boots which is a store which is a store yeah <laughs> i i do think it's a credit to how the show is edited though where they could have easily given Jack like a hard villain edit, but uh -huh. they chose to like show like he was genuinely upset when his when his mannequin yeah. head was not approved of by Jonathan Vaness. Like he just like laid on the ground and scrunched his hoodie around his face and I just know. started crying. Like it was like, uh, and I do think that's a credit to the editing where they that they yeah. don't make those caricatures they like show you like no it's you know he's a 20 year old kid who's <laughs> pretty upset about this i don't i think they do a pretty good job of that in general because in the early in the show there's the sort of feud between savannah and Terralisha, mm -hmm. and i didn't i felt like oh this is all just a miscommunication yeah like you know you're you're misunderstanding what she's saying and she's and then she's kind of talking for you but like that's not really what she said and back and forth and like i felt like we could just get you two in a room together you'd see yeah. like neither of you are bad you're both nice people and you know yeah. i felt bad for them i was like no there doesn't need to be a feud here because i i didn't think either of them seemed like a villain to right me. yeah which is nice yeah. yeah um i want to talk more about the circle yes 
Uh, but As bef- do I. Yes. <laughs> but before we do that, let's check the group message. So as we have already mentioned, it is the Maximum Fun Drive uh, once a year uh, because we are an artist-owned, artist-supported, artist-run network. We uh, we do our own thing. We make our own shows. We don't... The, the man doesn't come and tell us how to podcast. <laughs> the podcasting man doesn't come here. <laughs> no. We, we podcast how we see fit. Uh, and we are supported by our Max Fun family to do so, by our, by our community. And um, we need your help so that we can keep doing that, so that uh, all of us as uh, creators of our own stuff can keep creating our own stuff with your help, with your support, and putting it out there for you to hopefully continue um, enjoying. You mm-hmm. know, And the great thing about it is when you donate to the Maximum Fund Network, during this drive well at any time but especially right now when we when we'd like you to do it uh when you donate a big chunk of that money is going straight to the shows you listen to Mm -hmm. so again it's not just going to the podcast man (laughs) it's coming to us and all the other creators who shows you click the little box by when you sign up to say yes these are shows i like and i want some of my money to go support and that money goes directly to us Mm -hmm. uh so that we can keep doing what we do and making it better and making more of it uh and right now if you join the maximum fund community and and become a monthly donor uh there are there are presents yes what are some presents well at five dollars a month you get all of the bonus content on the max fund network which is not just this year it's every year for every show hundreds of hours of content this year we had charlie on our bonus episode it was chaotic and wonderful um she's I think going to take my job at some point we've done all of our jobs yes we've done D campaigns in the past with our mom um uh, and also just for every show on the network for yes. every past max fun drive bonus episode um that you could ever dream of mm-hmm. you get and at ten dollars a month you get all that bonus content but you also get a really cool pin Really cool enamel pin. There's one design for every show uh, by Megan Lynn Cott. You can go through and pick whichever pen you like the best. I guarantee you're going to have a hard time deciding because they're all so cool. Um, but you get the pin and the bonus content. What do you get higher than that? Uh, if you join our upgrade at $20 a month or more, you get this year's special gift, which is the Max Fun Take a Minute Tea Kit. It's a custom tin with art by the Atomic Pixies, a rocket shaped tea infuser, and a custom Max Fun blend of tea from our friends at Wishes Tea. So check all that out. And there are higher levels, too. If you are in a position where you can donate a higher monthly donation, please, please do that. Please do whatever you can to help us out. Um, It really we can't tell you how much it's meant to us as creators, uh, as people who really care about this and want to make these shows um, well, Mm -hmm. make them better uh, for you. It's enabled us to do that. Um, I know it's also enabled Taylor to create a lot more art. Um, put more a lot more beautiful stuff out into the world. Yeah, no, it absolutely has, and uh, and has helped me navigate this year where my <laughs> restaurant job was not not an option. So definitely kept my head above water. So thank you all so much. If you are a member, thank you. If you're uh, upgrading your membership, thank you. If you're signing up for the first time, thank you. If you're not, if you can't right now, we understand that a lot of people can't right now. Mm-hmm. Um, share share our show. Tell a friend. Tweet about us. Put it on. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I don't know, the circle, whatever you're... <laughs> well, not the circle. <laughs> you probably don't have access to the circle. None of us do. If you do, you can put it there, too. Yeah. That's Hashtag fine. support still buffering, please. They're pretty good people. It's a really good show. 
<laughs> That's a perfect hashtag for you to use. <laughs> um, tell someone, share it, tell a friend. Anything you can do, every little bit helps us out. Thank you so much. Um, maximumfund.org forward slash join. This is the moment. This is the time. Go there. Right do now. That. Right yeah. now. Before you, before forget. you forget. Oh. Whoa. Uh-oh. I didn't like that. Oh, no, me neither. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Anyways, <laughs> I need to talk more about these catfish on this season because I I would like to contend that these are some of the best catfish in, okay. in the circle. Okay. Um, Lance Bass. <laughs> we have not talked about Lance Bass. How, how have we gotten we this far into the episode? Lance Bass. <laughs> Uh, uh, they, I, which I think maybe one of the best moments of the episode was when. So whenever someone gets blocked until the end, they say someone new is entering the circle to kind mm-hmm. of take their place, and you keep getting this rotating group of, of members. Um, so early on, someone gets blocked, and they say someone new is about to enter the circle, and they show their picture and their name. They show a picture of Lance Bass with the name Lance, and half the people were like, "Wait, Lance Bass is going to be on the- that can't." be right is that lance bass but then the other half like jack who is my age who's only 20 was like oh he looks like a pretty cool dude (laughs) i wonder what his deal is i had no idea who lance bass was (laughs) i loved that i love that there were people who were like straight up like i don't know what's happening oh well and even the people that did know who he was did not seem that concerned with the notion that this was not the lance bass like Mm -hmm. they all were like well maybe it could be like no obviously it's not why is this believable (laughs) well you know i had a moment because we didn't know if it was lance bass or not and so like i had a moment too where i was like well i mean celebrities do that right when they're no longer at like the peak of their career Mm -hmm. they sometimes go on reality tv shows and i thought well maybe he was bored yeah he thought it would be fun i don't know maybe it is lance bass of course it wasn't lance bass it was his assistant lisa well how did he how did how did lisa get past the question what would you do with the money would you donate it to charity and she answers back i have a reunion tour for nsync i know I did, to be fair, I did read the interview that they did with her after the fact where she said that was her biggest regret, that that was her answer to that question. Her reasoning was, she said, if I were to win and that money didn't go to charity, I don't want to have told them that like it was going to. She she didn't want to lie as Lisa. Yes. Even though like right. it's obviously understandable if you're right, playing Lance right. Bass, your reasoning for getting $100,000 is going to be different than if you're Lisa. Yes. But that that was her justification. Well... <laughs> I mean, it made sense. But yeah, in that moment, I was like, how in the world do you not just say charity? And like, everyone was like, what? Like what? Like, Because everybody's sitting there going, is Lance Pass broke? <laughs> like, is he has to finance broke? his own tour? <laughs> how would like, and you know, you're thinking like, well, surely people would buy tickets to an NSYNC <laughs> reunion. He's going like, to finance a whole NSYNC reunion tour with $100,000? <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> he couldn't even afford like... Uh, what, like uh, with Justin Timberlake's right arm for that. I know. Oh, like, man. $100,000 in sync tour. We're going to do it. No. 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 Lisa. No. no. Um, but I, I think people did catch on pretty quickly that that was not Lance Bass. And I think, I don't know. I think there was more suspicion about River slash Lee. But I don't think anybody knew what like yeah exactly what are what is not real about you like is it the way you look is it who you're pretending to be i'm not sure because it felt like a lot of lee was coming through Mm -hmm. the character river so he wasn't pretending a lot other than like what was the hashtag for the fun of it 
FTF. For the fun. No. Right? For the fun of for the fun of it, right? Yeah. Or just for the fun of it. Oh, JFTF. Yes. Just for the fun of it. Yes. Who does that? Only old people. <laughs> like that's not a new hashtag. Like that's not no. a young person thing. It's not it? a thing. Oh. You I, made it up. I was confused too. Is like that is that an underused hashtag or is that a fictional one? It's a fictional one. Okay. I will say, I, w- <laughs> I love, I just, okay, real, I love the audacity of like, I am out of this. I am uh-huh. older. I am past this. This is not my generation. I am not in touch with this whatsoever. Going to make up a hashtag. Yes. So moving on. <laughs> I will say though, if I would have been in the circle and I would have either been playing with River or Lee, I think I would have wanted to be friends with lee more than river like i think if lee would have just played himself i would have been like i am very into into this this guy's vibe yeah i want to be friends yeah because river river was always sort of like that kind of uh, river you know very much like emily the character not the people behind them but the characters they were playing were just very much like this is i love you all i'm Mm -hmm. so happy rainbow heart emoji rainbow heart emoji yeah (laughs) this is great (laughs) Um, and that doesn't feel real. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, okay. A little bit of that, but what's underneath? Yeah. Right. I do think he had more staying power, though, for, for similar reasons that, that Trevor did so well. In that, mm-hmm. you know, Lee said that he kind of realized at the end that he'd based River on his younger self. So mm-hmm. it wasn't entirely fabricated. He kind of had a a core character there that he was working with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, tragically, we mentioned briefly, Emily got blocked because they had a challenge where they had a mannequin head that Jonathan Van Ness was judging. And they said, here's a bunch of makeup and stuff. Make yourself on this mannequin head. And Emily is supposed to be a 21-year-old sorority girl. Uh-huh. And the makeup, the makeup was horrible. It was bad. It was, it was, it was so the bad. only one that Jonathan Van Ness was like, this is, come on. <laughs> what happened? It, it's tough, though, because, like, I I don't know that I would have done much better. So I feel like he still could have come although I don't know. I think Emily's it was just the character that yeah. he was trying just to make. that she's a girl. It's just it's that he was leaning hard into let's be honest, Jack, some pretty stereotypical interpretations of what yes. it means to be a 21-year-old girl, but yes. yeah. Well, and even the the pictures that he had of her. I mean, she was wearing nice makeup in those pictures. Yeah. So that's that's, that's where the disconnect was for me. <laughs> and then he tried to say, well, I don't really wear that much makeup. It's like, well, no. And any girl that was looking at the pictures was like, yes, you do. What do you mean? <laughs> you wear that kind of <laughs> makeup that looks like you're not wearing makeup, which is the hardest makeup to do. <laughs> yeah. But they all had to send these pictures, these mannequins to each other. And um, as soon as people saw that mannequin... Everyone, I think, was like, okay, well, Emily is not Emily. Yeah. And before that, there wasn't really much suspicion about Mm -hmm. Emily. Everyone was pretty like, well, she's kind of like wishy-washy and isn't too like, you know, it's kind of just like, yeah, like you said, I love everybody. But no one thought she was a catfish until then. Until then. And then Jack playing Emily was blocked in the same episode as Lisa playing Lance. Um, And then instead of when someone gets blocked, they can go meet another player face to face instead of going to meet the people they thought they were going to meet, they went to the same apartment and they got to jointly play John. John. <laughs> Who I love so much. I loved everything about John. John, the... Um, the gay psychic from West Virginia. Yes. Yeah. 
John the gay psychic from West Virginia. Um, I know him. He lives in Morgantown, of course. He's got that mustache. He has three kids and one grandchild. Yes. I know everything about him. Uh, uh, works as a Santa part-time. That's yeah, right. Part-time Santa. Part-time Santa, full-time psychic. I And I, the uh, narrator slash host of the show makes some of the best best comments about these people. She's very funny. So She's funny. very good. But I loved in the finale when she looked at all of them like, this guy said he was a gay psychic slash Santa from West Virginia, and none of you thought anything of it. <laughs> none of you questioned it. But I have to say, that is so specific that it's like, how how would how that would you be alive? That? <laughs> yeah. It, it really does. I, I think that's true. I think it, it felt like the kind of thing where like, well, nobody would make that lie up because it would sound wild. Right. And so it must be real. And also, I think like the lack of anybody knowing anything about West Virginia probably helped because it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like a weird place, right? Like, and we don't know what happens there. They <laughs> did a pretty good job of talking like an older person from West Virginia, mm. I will say. I, I thought they did, too. I thought Jack has family in Morgantown. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I saw him wearing a WVU jersey at one point. He, that makes he sense. has been to Morgantown. Okay. He has family. I don't think he lives there, but he has family. And like he so he knew the West Virginia and like even it's funny because they used y'all, which like plenty of people in West Virginia do. I would say it's not. I mean, I do like in text yeah. often. I don't use it like in my everyday like speech, but I don't use y'all much, but I know it is a West Virginia thing, mm-hmm. but they got criti- criticized for that. They were like, mm, that sounds Southern. That's Kat not West Virginia. was from Texas. Yeah. And Kat said, we say y'all in Texas. That's a Southern thing. Not, and she said, West Virginia is on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not exactly. The East Coast of Ohio. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not on the East Coast, but um, plenty of people do say y'all here. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I did love John. I think if John would have had a little bit more time, John probably would have done better. I think uh, I think that some players like Cat and Mitchell got kind of a raw deal. Mm-hmm. I think when you come in late, mm-hmm. you do. You know, I think it's hard to penetrate that sort of circle, well, inner circle yeah. <laughs> that has formed. <laughs> but both seasons have shown that the people that start the original players mm-hmm. are the ones that always make it to the end. Right. Yeah. I mean, usually one or two will, will get blocked, but for the most part, the ones that win and come in the top two or three are ones that have been there from the beginning, which like, I don't know if there's a way to change the format of the show. I know that they want to keep rotating the cast members because people leave, but they only start with like what? Six. I so. think you should start with more and whittle it down yeah. and not introduce new ones. That's my, cause it just, I mean, it, John entered the game and of course Jack and Lisa had been there almost the Mm -hmm. whole time jack had been there the whole time lisa had been there almost the whole time but i mean he entered the game i think like two days before the finale or three days or something so how could he win how could he win yeah yeah i think people are so quick to try to align themselves with somebody that if you come in in the second or you know third week that's they're already subconscious alliances there working against you yeah we we didn't mention the catfish of course that was the biggest in the game trevor well, no, we talked about Trevor. Wait, Trevor DeLisa. Trevor DeLisa. Uh, we didn't mention the fact that Courtney was pretending to be uh, a barista, but he was yes. actually an entertainment reporter. Which was like the weirdest strategy move because he said, I can't tell them I'm a drama. Because that's what he was, like a drama entertainment reporter or yeah. vlogger or something yes. on the Internet. And he said, I can't tell people that. So I, I have, have to, to tell pretend him I'm a barista. to be a barista, and I was like, "Is this is this a catfish? What? What? Why can't? I'm curious as to why 
you could I don't tell know. people that you're an entertainment reporter on the internet. I don't know if he thought that like people <laughs> would know. think he's already an influencer and wouldn't trust him. I I don't know if they knew that like that's what he I I didn't get the logic behind it, but that was like his first move in the game was I can't tell people that I have to tell them I'm a barista. Yeah. Which I, never came up again. It never did. That's what I, Justin and I joked about that every episode. Like, do you think they're going to find out? They're going to like challenge him. They're going to be like, Courtney, quick. What's a Cortana? Tell me how to make. A, yeah, I was going to say, Taylor, you're going to fill in. I don't know how to make any coffees other than coffee. But like, tell me how to make this complicated coffee drink. Go. I was waiting in the finale when they all were saying like, yo, John was Jack and Lisa and, and Trevor was Delisa. Like, Courtney to be like, and also... I'm not a barista. And everybody would be like, what? <gasps> what? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Babes. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love Courtney's accent. So Chloe's accent so much. Yeah. Chloe's accent and her speech was like my favorite thing about every episode. I just had to say that. I don't know anything about Essex uh, at all. But now all I know is Chloe. <laughs> I know Chloe and it makes me want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> is everyone there like Chloe? <laughs> I think it's really interesting that I, I would say hands down Chloe was my favorite character this season, and then last season, uh, who was the the winner was jo- Joey. Joey was mm-hmm. my favorite character on the last season, and these are not the kind of people that I would ever pick as like my kind of people. I don't know what it says that yeah. these are the people. I'm like, nah, those those are <laughs> those are the people. Those are the ones. <laughs> those are my crew. I I, yeah. I agree. And I really think it, it speaks to that idea of like it, the inner life of people when put on display um, is so it's so easy to empathize with that. Like it, it makes it so easy to see yourself and to then find common ground with these people who like on surface, you would assume like, what are we going to talk about? Right. Because um, I did. I felt the same way about Joey in season one. I was like, what would I ever have a conversation with that guy about? And then the more you get to know him, you're like, I don't know, but I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I want to hang out with him. Like, I felt by the end of season one, everybody just wanted to give the money to Joey. Like, there was a little bit more tension yeah. this season. But season one was like, nah, Joey, man. It's got to go to Joey. <laughs> yeah. It was hard because I would have been really happy to see, I mean, pretty much anybody win. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked them all. I... I, even though the strategizing makes them all a little less relatable than like in season one when there just wasn't any strategy. Nobody yeah. knew nobody knew what the game was, so you couldn't strategize about it. And so like when you would see those like gameplay moments, then again, it just connects me to the other reality TV shows where it's like, don't be mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't be mean. But like uh, I, for the most part, it's you, you like them all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like I think Courtney played the game the hardest. Like I think Courtney definitely was the most aware mm-hmm. of making strategic choices. And I, I found myself kind of being like, oh, man, I don't now Court, Courtney's too manipulative for this. Like, I don't like that. But I was like, well, no, because actually none of these people have these solid. Oh, I love you, bestie, like girl, right. girl squad relationships. Courtney's just being a bit more open about that and mm-hmm. like being more forward. And that is both the smartest gameplay and also probably the, the most truthful gameplay. So I respect that. Yeah. I did too. And I, I just, I found it very impressive. I found that very impressive. And I just was endlessly impressed with the, like, really the emotional intelligence and social abilities of Delisa to maneuver all those pieces while being her husband 
And, 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 you know, and knowing like I'm doing this for my family, I'm doing this to support my child. So this is like really important. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's a silly social media game and like having fun. And I was so impressed with that whole everything she was doing. And Mm -hmm. man, when they got videos from their families and she saw the video of the real Trevor and her daughter, I sobbed. I was just a mess. It was was just so it was so sweet. And also, uh, I read online that Delisa found out she was pregnant again while in the circle. Oh, yeah. Circle baby. She was She's another (laughs) one. Like, I will tell you, there are so many people on these uh, on the circle that I would happily watch a spinoff. Like, I want to see Chloe's show. I would watch Delisa's show. Uh, from season one, Joey's show, Sammy's show. There's Shibam. so many. Oh, Shibam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so many of these people. I, I would happily watch their shows. Yeah. Um, we got to find Lee's books. I know oh, yeah. Lee's an author. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. said he was he'd been writing dozens of books under a female pen name uh-huh. for for years. I gotta find him. Well, I do think uh, once again, like credit to the producers of the show because the casting decisions. So many mm-hmm. reality shows you cast for drama, you cast for negative interactions. And I feel like they, they try to cast for likability and for people that the audience are going to connect with and want to see, which I think is, I, I can't stand reality TV shows that are purposely like mean. <laughs> like I can't, like, mm-hmm. like the yeah. tattoo shows where it's like, I love tattoo culture. I love watching people make tattoos. I hate that they all just have all of these jerks on there fighting with each Mm. other. Like, I can't watch the show because of that. But when it's like a bunch of like decent people that are just in a competition, I'm down for that. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of criticism of their casting choices, though, because I did apply. I did apply to be on the circle. (laughs) And I sent in I sent in two. I sent in my initial interest and they were like, "Okay, here's a real application. I was like, wow. okay." And I filled it out. And I no, I didn't get cast on the circle. You know, they're going to keep that show going. Oh, I know. I'm just going to keep sending one in every single year and (laughs) just see what happens. (laughs) But (laughs) well, uh, hopefully eventually I'll form my perfect game plan by then. Okay. Um, can I play as your daughter? You want to play as Charlie? Can I go on as like a seven-year-old, six-year-old? Allowed? (laughs) No. (laughs) As Charlie, I'm not okay with that. Okay, because then it's gonna look like why would they let their seven-year-old be alone in a an apartment? Like, how's she gonna cook first? What's she gonna eat? (laughs) She's just so she's just so personable. Everyone loves her. (laughs) She's just gonna have bags of marshmallows in all of her cabinets. I'll just bring her with me to be my consultant on how to get people to like me on the okay. internet that's fair okay that's fair you my little roommate um one plot point we didn't discuss at all that i thought was uh, very strange was the joker yes there was this whole storyline where courtney uh got to be the joker and speak in this inner circle room which no one ever went in again uh and yeah. <laughs> and like trick cat and mitchell the two new players. The two new when they were first joined because mm-hmm. they were the two new players, and like speak anonymously to them to try to disrupt the game or something, mm-hmm. and then it was never revisited. Yes, and it was just I thought it was such a strange like why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, did we miss something? Right? Was was this more important than we thought? And like, were we supposed to believe that like all of this whole time all of these other players were like sitting around like quietly like 
trying to figure out like oh my gosh who is the joker right i've got a theory the joker's courtney but he loves chloe now something isn't right there i've got a theory maybe it's chloe and we are stuck in a reality show nightmare i've got a theory the joker should talk more because we're all clearly doubting what it is this twist is for Emily must be. She seems so sneaky, which is ridiculous because she is Jack and then she's John when teamed with Lance who Lisa played and wow, was that all weird. Ooh. I've got a theory. It could be River. I've got a... River's not just cute like everybody supposes. He's got that great big hair and rainbow heart emojis. And what's with all the hashtags? Where could you get anything trendy? Or maybe Trevor. I've got a theory, we should work this fast. It's got me fearing, hashtag girl gang could be in the past. I've got a theory, it doesn't matter. The Joker didn't do much damage. Well, not much, Delisa couldn't manage. He threw some shade. That was weird. What just <laughs> what happened, ha- guys? Happened. What was? I don't know. Anybody have jazz hands off camera? <laughs> just a few. Just a few. Yeah. Well, that was really strange. weird. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Um, well, that, that was a circle. That was a circle. And it was a great season. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. I'll miss <laughs> it until it comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you're on it. But or yeah. if I'm on it, which I did read, uh, Jack did an interview, Jack and Lisa jointly did an interview about like 10 secrets about behind the scenes. They weren't allowed to tell anyone they were on the circle except for their immediate family. And like, if they like had to, um, then you could tell be- like an employer or something, they were going to be gone or like school. So I couldn't tell anybody. So I would just disappear. So you might be lying right now. Maybe. But all I'm saying is if you don't see me on Twitter talking about Taylor Swift for like two full months, well, you're in the circle. I'm in the circle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I think this has been a very fun thing to talk about for the the second week, the final week of Max Fun Drive. Thank you all for discussing with me. No problem. I always enjoy it. Uh, Next week, um, I want to talk about Carmen Sandiego because... For Mother's Day, uh, Cooper got me a little handheld game that's the old computer game of Carmen Sandiego. I don't know why she got it, but I love it. 
um, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> it was a str- strange pick, but it, but it worked. High risk, high reward. And uh, it got me thinking about the old Carmen San Diego game and the old Carmen San Diego like game show thing that used to be on. And um, you never watched any of this, no. So I, I have heard of the like I know the understand the concept, yes. um and the character, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> so we will revisit Carmen San Diego and find where in the world she is next yes. week. Right. Uh, and thank you. One last time before we go. We want to say uh, that it is the Max Fun Drive, and we so appreciate your support. Um, if you are a donating member of the Max Fun community, thank you. We couldn't do this. We literally couldn't do all the things we do without you. Yeah. Um, this is this is your network, and you help make this happen. And whatever monthly donation you're in a position to give, if you are right now, it, we so appreciate it five dollars a month you get all that bonus content ten dollars a month you get the bonus content and you get your pick of pins they're beautiful uh check out all the gifts at maximumfun.org look at look at all that you can receive all the benefits of being a member um plus that good feeling to know that like a little bit of your hard-earned money goes to you know help make the thing you enjoy Mm -hmm. um help us put it back out into the world maximumfun.org slash join is the link um, please, if you can, tell a friend, share it, donate if, if you're in a position to. We we so appreciate it. Maximumfun.org slash join. Um, thank you to Maximum Fun. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at stillbuffering@maximumfun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And... I am too. <laughs> Do you think they'd let you bring Jack on the circle though? I think Jack would be a pretty good uh, catfish. <laughs> oh, Max Fun Drive's almost here. It starts on Monday, May 3rd, ends on May 14th, and it's the best time to support the shows you love. Here are some folks like you sharing what Max Fun and our shows mean to them. Most importantly, it's meant community. And uh, yeah, just thanks for hanging out, making joke em ups, and making my week a little bit brighter. So thanks, Max Fun, for making me a better person and making sure that I'm surrounded by better people thanks again for all you do love supporting max fun and uh keep it up come back monday may 3rd for more details from your favorite hosts we'll have some of the best episodes of the year special max fun drive thank you gifts and maybe a few surprises that's monday may 3rd until then maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned listener supported